by leaps and bounds. Regular topic we talk about when it comes to education. And yes, we're talking a lot about education today. It's not going to be over by the end of these two hours because it is National Teacher Appreciation Week. But education, of course, of course, takes many forms. And we're going to talk about child care as a form of education, essential to the economy, of course, allowing parents to enter the workforce and providers to support their businesses and families. And we know how COVID-19 has had its impact. So the Michigan League for Public Policy is a nonpartisan policy institute dedicated to economic opportunity for all using a racial equity lens. So here we go to discuss how the involvement is with our little ones. Parker James, Kids County Policy Analyst with the MLPP. Good morning to you uh, in a long introduction way, Parker. Good morning, Shelley. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, our topic today is identifying Michigan's child care needs. And yes, you, Parker James, are our guest. So what is your organization and role all about? Uh, thanks so much. So the Michigan League for Public Policy, um, you know, is a nonpartisan policy institute. And then Kids Count is uh, a national effort to really measure child well-being um, at the state and local levels, and then really use that information to shape public policies and programs to improve the lives of kids and their families. So we look at a lot of different data relating to all kinds of different aspects. You mentioned education earlier, um, economic well-being, health, and then we really use that data to you know, help uh, advocate for better policies for uh, kids and families. And your and so, role, you know, yeah. happy to happy to be here to talk more about childcare specifically. Important, uh, our our future. And then you are a, a kids count policy analyst. You're crunching the numbers. Yes, exactly. So, um, you know, looking at the data uh, and then really also diving into the policy options, you know, uh, around the budget and uh, state federal policies that could um, improve, you know, issues like childcare. Thank you for that. My first question, why is collecting and analyzing data important for our communities? Yes, so, uh, you know, this is all about what Kids Count is about. Um, So data is important, I think, for helping to understand our communities and then also make the case for how we can improve our communities and inform decision makers. Um, So I will use the example of child care. You know, I think that a lot of parents, families, child care providers, business owners are aware, you know, that there are issues with child care, right? Um, people saying child care is too expensive. There's not enough spots. I can't find it at the times I need. Um, you know, so there's a, a good understanding in the public that there's an issue around child care. But then having the data, um, and we've produced some products that are going to be hopefully really useful for folks, um, you know, having the numbers to actually back that up and really understand exactly what the issues are, um, who is most impacted, you know, is, is, uh, helps us understand the issue and then also helps to inform our approach to how to address the issue. You know, what kind of, um, where should we be targeting our resources to make the most impact um, to really improve child care for, you know, both uh, for all involved, for parents, for providers, for businesses. Um, and so, you know, I think that is really why it's so important to collect and analyze data. 
Thank you for that. So what is your organization, Michigan League for Public Policy, learning about child care needs in West Michigan? And uh, do set us up with some of the facts and data. Sure. So we produced county-level fact sheets on child care as part of the Think Babies Michigan initiative, which is working to improve um, early care and education for infants and toddlers across the state. Uh, and so these fact sheets are hopefully going to be really useful for you. Um, there are They are available for all the counties in West Michigan. But I'll walk through a little bit about what is on those for you. So it starts off, you know, uh, clearly the pandemic has had a huge impact on child care. And so many child care providers had to close. Um, while we've seen, you know, a, definitely a rebound and many more providers opening some are still operating at reduced capacity. So that's, you know, kind of the first part of the story. But even when all providers are operating at full capacity, there's, there's still not enough spots for kids. So across the West Michigan region, not enough licensed child care spots for kids uh, ages zero to five. And so there's specific breakdowns about what that looks like in each county on these fact sheets. And then we analyzed, you know, which families are most affected by this general lack of child care supply. Because child care is mostly funded by parent fees, so, you know, unlike uh, K through 12, you know, where um, there are not fees to attend public schools, you know, for child care, mostly parents have to, to pay those costs. So that means that families with lower to medium, median incomes um, really face the most struggles with affording child care. And in counties like Muskegon County, you know, that's over 50% of families that are uh, really um, deeply affected by this lack of child care. But we know that just looking at all families doesn't tell the full story. You know, so when we look at data um, broken down by race or ethnicity, we see that because systemic racism impacts employment, housing opportunities, um, that means that, you know, families uh, who are particularly in West Michigan, those families that are American Indian or Alaska Native, Black or African American and Hispanic or Latino have higher poverty rates, which means less access to resources to pay for um, like licensed child care. And so, you know, when we're thinking about strategies to inform you know, how we uh, approach addressing this problem, it's really important to center equity and make sure those communities are getting uh, more resources to address the problem. Uh, and then on the back of the fact sheet, we talk about how care is even harder to find for infants and toddlers, because oftentimes that, that does entail uh, higher costs. And so, you know, providers are having a hard time providing care to infants and toddlers so only about two and three are actually offering that care, and then the costs do tend to be pretty high. So in Kent County, um, over seven hundred thirty dollars uh, average a month to for a cost of infant care, and we know many families are paying even more than that. Um, you know, for um, infants and toddler care in in Kent and in other counties in the region, and then you know. It, Assistance for families also is just not enough. And so that's kind of the last piece that's on the fact sheets. Statewide, only about 5% of kids ages 0 to 5 are approved to receive a child care subsidy, which helps cover, you know, the costs for child care. In Kent County, it's even lower, um, only about 4%. 
And so, you know, we oh. do have some strategies at the end of the fact sheet to help address these these issues. Thank you for that. Our, our By Leaps and Bounds, Identifying Michigan's Child Care Needs with Parker James, Kent, Kids Count Policy Analyst, Michigan League for Public Policy. What still needs to be done? How can we support? So on the fact sheets, you will see our budget recommendations, which talks about increasing the subsidy eligibility rate so more families can take, you know, take advantage of um, child care assistance programs, um, improving reimbursement rates to providers so they can provide higher quality care. Um, so I would really encourage people to check out these fact sheets. Uh, you know, send them to your representatives, send them to your state legislators, uh, ask them to make child care a priority. And there's also a link on the fact sheets to get involved in the Think Babies Michigan campaign. Um, and so I definitely encourage people to uh, join this campaign and over 1,300 other members across the state to really continue to push forward, um, you know, solutions for child care and young children. Thank you. You know where I'm going next. Talk about the resources uh, that can help and where we can find more information. For sure. So resources for families, you know, definitely going to michigan.gov slash child care. That's going to tell you how to, you know, find out information about actually applying for programs like child care assistance. Um, And then resources for advocacy. I mentioned Think Babies Michigan, which has a whole section about resources And then the Michigan League for Public Policy, um, we focus particularly on advocacy, budget analysis, you know, so really taking a look at the resources that are available and how they could be used. So I'd encourage folks to check out mlpp.org and, um, you know, also Kids Count in Michigan to continue to stay up to date about information here and ways to advocate to improve the lives of kids and families, particularly around child care. Right. Thanks for your great knowledge, participation with our By Leaps and Bounds, and, of course, uh, preparing our future, identifying Michigan's child care needs. Parker James, thanks. Kids Count Policy Analyst, Michigan League for Public Policy. Enjoy your day. Thank you so much.